0: This is Corey Dillon. This
1: is
2: Isaiah Stanback. Hi, I'm Kevin Gover. My name is Lincoln Kennedy.
0: This is Elijah
3: Jackson.
2: Nice, addiction.
3: My name is Jonah Coleman.
2: What's up everyone? It's Cam
1: Cleveland.
3: This is Cody Pickett, University of Washington.
1: I'm Eric Bjornsson. My name is Draza Party. This is Bryce Butler. This is Tyler Owens, the director of strength and conditioning for Washington football. And you're listening to the Bow Down Podcast. Listening to the Bow
3: Down Podcast. And y'all
2: listening to the Bow Down Podcast.
3: And
1: this is the Bow Down Podcast. And you're listening to the Bow Down Podcast.
3: And I'm listening to the Bow Down Podcast.
2: Listening to the Bow Down
1: Podcast.
3: Listening to the Bow Down Podcast.
1: you're listening to the Bow Down Podcast.
3: And y'all listening
1: to the Bow Down Podcast. Go Husky! Thank you for listening to the Bow Down Podcast. You are listening to the Bow Down Podcast. And it's coming from the legend. The one and only.
0: One of one
3: and you are listening to the Bow Down Podcast right here, right now.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, back again with another episode of the Bow Down Podcast, the Believe Network authority on all things Washington Huskies football. Alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host John Garris, I'm Joe McGrath. Joining us today in the Bow Down studios is one of the biggest transfer portal splashes, both literally and figuratively, that our Huskies have landed thus far this offseason. Spending the last two seasons at San Diego State, redshirting in 22 and playing in 12 games with six starts at right tackle in 23, this O lineman made his way to Seattle to join our Huskies in the last few weeks. This six foot seven, 305 pound offensive lineman will undoubtedly play a huge role protecting the likes of Jonah Coleman and Will Rogers this season. Ladies and gentlemen, Drew Party joins the Bow Down podcast. Drew, welcome, and thanks for your time, brother. How are you? What's up, you guys? I'm
1: doing good. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course. All right, so, Drew, now, just a few weeks ago, you committed to UW with Coach Kalen DeBoer as the head coach. We all All blinked our eyes and DeBoer leaves for Alabama, in comes Coach Fish and his staff from Arizona, and the roster as a whole completely turned and flipped upside down. Yeah. You could have easily decommitted and reentered the portal, probably being one of the most highly coveted offensive linemen back in the portal, but you decided to stay. Why with Washington?
1: So, honestly, when uh, Coach DeBoer left, I found on the news, I was pretty, I was pretty devastated, obviously. Uh, I committed to him and that staff. But when they made the hire with Coach Fish, I was pretty happy. I was super confident in it because out of high school and out of the portal, I was heavily recruited by Arizona and that staff with Coach Fish and Coach Carroll. And, honestly, if, if, it, if they didn't hire Coach Fish, I would have looked to try to go there. But since they came over here, it, it all worked out. And, uh, yeah, it worked out for the
2: best. Now, I'm assuming by now, Drew, you've spoken with Coach Fish and the staff a couple times. You mentioned Coach Carroll as well coming from Arizona. You see the vision he's bringing to Seattle. Talk to me about what Coach Fish is about, what he's preaching to you guys in the locker room, through the holes, through the workouts and stuff, and your thoughts on the future of this Washington football program.
1: Yeah, I mean, Coach Fish is always just preaching the winning mentality. I mean, uh, they just had a great season at Arizona. He uh, turned that program around, and he just wants to be a winner. And he's preaching a lot of brotherhood, which is good. Get the team closer. Get all the new guys just uh, acclimated together. And, uh, yeah, just really get something going this year.
0: All right. So, when you originally committed to San Diego State, you chose the Aztecs over Jet Fish's Arizona team, like you stated before, as well as Nevada, Lane, Idaho, where your brother Nate plays. Idaho State, Southern Utah, Portland State. Why was San Diego State the place for you then? And now why is Washington the place for you now?
1: Yeah, I feel like San Diego State at the time was the place for me then because they offered me pretty early before my senior year even started. So that relationship with uh, Coach Mike Goff, the O-line coach, I started very early and I got a visit down there and I loved the area. And I committed there. A couple months later, along with one of my high school teammates, Hassan, he was committed as well. So that was a big play in the process. And I mean, I just felt like you couldn't really beat the San Diego weather and being down there. Yeah. So that was a big reason for that. And committing to Washington, I mean, the year they had was crazy. Yeah, I mean, undefeated, Joe Moore Award winners, just went to the Natty. Playing for Coach Huff would have been awesome. I mean, he was a great recruiter throughout the process. I He was a big reason why I really chose Washington, and
2: yeah. For those Husky fans and listeners of the Bow Down podcast who aren't familiar with your game, Drew, what can you say about your style of play? Um, Any offensive linemen in the pros or former or current NFL linemen that you may model your game off of or look up to?
1: Yeah. Uh, You're going to get a player that's going to play tough, play nasty, gonna thrive in the run game a lot getting out in space and really thrive in the pass game as well and uh a player i say i watch a lot of film on try to model my game after is lane johnson just the way i can tell he goes about every snap every set it's all calculated and just he's a he's a player i look up to
0: nice and now you you said it before uh last year the offensive line being a very huge part of the team's success winning that joe moore award but Net, this coming year, completely revamped offensive linemen. Uh, everybody left. They either declared or they either transferred. So you're going to kind of be that staple now on that offensive line, and there's going to be some really big shoes to fill with the likes of Troy Fontano, Roger Rosengarder, even Parker Brailsford, how, how, how much success he had just being as a freshman last year. He's gone now. So what can Husky Nation and the Bow Down podcast listeners expect from you and the rest of those dogs up front in the trenches for this upcoming season?
1: Just expect us to work hard, come at it with a good attitude every day, just trying to get better and improve. We're a young group right now, but we're going to work at it every day just to be getting stronger and faster in the weight room and just getting better overall day by day. And I think when it's said and done, we're going to be good.
2: Drew, what's your off season looking like now? Are you guys in the gym every day? Are you guys doing walkthroughs and practices? Obviously, you know, I think the semester might have just started back up. What's your daily routine look like from sun up to sundown?
1: So, really, right now we're having our combo days with lifting and runs on uh, four days throughout the week. Today we had a recovery day, so we just did some uh, good, a lot of stretching and good mobility things to get things going. And then uh, day by day, I really just I work out from ten to twelve and then go to class, and from there on out, I'm just doing homework after that or chilling and recovering.
2: We had Coach Owens on this week with us too, strength and conditioning coach. Um, We saw the video he put up yesterday on his Instagram of you guys getting after it in practices and training and stuff. Uh, The one thing he mentioned is Coach Fish, Coach Carroll, the rest of this staff is really running this program like a pro-style program. Yeah. Um, he even called it, Coach Owens said that he called it the 33rd NFL team because <laughs> of the way that Coach Fish and the staff is running it. Yeah. What can yeah. you tell me? Obviously, SDSU and Washington, both Division One schools, but Washington, a little bit of a bigger school. What can you tell me the differences are between what you were doing in San Diego State and what a daily process of, practicing and grinding and getting after it looks like with Washington?
1: Well, I mean, either way, I feel like all divisional schools across the country, there's a lot of similarities similarities with just the way you work, how hard you work and how hard you prepare. I just say the only difference really at Washington is just the access to the amount of like things that we have, like the indoor facility, the way the weight room is set up and how many, how much like testing we've done. At Washington like I've never done any of that in my life it's it's a lot of high-tech stuff but it's it's really good for the athletes now and uh I just say the access to a lot more things
0: cool all right so before you we let you go we're gonna yeah. give you the floor anything else you want to talk about anything you want to plug where can Husky Nation and the Bow Down Podcast listeners find you on all social media
1: yep so my Instagram and both my Twitter is drew Azo? it's drew my first name and then Azo, the first four letters of my last name and uh yeah that's really it really <laughs>
2: cool no. what one last question we mentioned your brother nate up at idaho what's yeah. it like growing up with someone similar of age both d1 football players both getting after it were you guys fighting over food through high school what's the, what's the
1: <laughs> yeah my dad was definitely separating a lot of fights growing up between me and nate but uh I'd say all that. Having a big brother, he was always pushing me. He made me tougher, and uh, he's a big reason why I'm here today. So That's it was so all good it. in the end.
2: Drew, absolute pleasure having you on the Bow Down podcast. Thank you for your time. Best of luck this off season through training and drills and getting better, and obviously best of luck this upcoming season in the fall.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
2: Big thank you to Drew as a party for hopping on the Bow Down podcast with John and I. Now, our interview with Anthony James. John, we have a very special guest joining us today. A Levon, Texas, and Wiley East High School product. He led Wiley East to a 9-2 record as a senior and a berth in the Texas State Championship 6A D2 playoffs, earning himself an invitation to the U.S. Army All-American Bowl in the process. The current Husky is a six foot five, 272 pound redshirt freshman who will undoubtedly have a major impact on the upcoming football season. It's my pleasure to introduce to the Bow Down podcast listeners Mr. Anthony James. Anthony, Joe, and John from the Bow Down
0: podcast. How are we doing and welcome?
3: I'm doing great. Thank you all for having me. Oh, nice. absolutely.
0: So we all know how last season ended up with the eventual loss. To Michigan in the national championship game, however, still one of the most successful seasons in Huskies history, uh, fourteen and one undefeated during the regular season, Pac-12 champs, Sugar Bowl champs. So, talk to me about your overall thoughts on this past season. Any favorite moments, favorite memories, and what the although you were redshirted, what does part of being part of a team like that? What does that mean to
3: you? I mean, being a part of the team. I mean, especially you know, being one of the young guys, the way they bring you in, they instantly you know make you part of the family. It's the brotherhood that makes you fall in love with being a part of you know being a Husky in general. You know, like everybody makes it easy no matter you know where you come from. If you're a transfer, if you're coming from high school. It felt great, you know? and like favorite part was definitely winning the Sugar Bowl because. You, you don't see the you saw the brotherhood how everyone came together there was times where we couldn't looked down and we could have you know feel like oh this is it or everybody kept their heads up you know stuck yeah. together you know had fun As every you know each game is fun seeing everybody play together you know no no one has their head down they they keep they keep up you know keep together you know they work together they plan you know you get different.
2: You mentioned the Sugar Bowl. Uh, Levon, is that near Austin? Is that like Longhorn country? Did you have friends and family at the Sugar Bowl rooting you on, or rooting the Longhorns on? Possibly. Oh,
3: uh, it's um, four hours away from the Sugar oh, okay. Bowl. Okay. Okay. So it's about? It's near. Well, not four hours. Uh, seven hours. It's a it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a long way.
2: Long trip. Okay. Okay. Uh, but no, it, my, my
3: family is not really from yeah. Texas. We're we're from we're actually uh, all from Michigan. Oh okay. I also live in Texas.
2: Uh, gotcha.
3: uh, no.
2: Anthony, <laughs> you had two great edge rushers playing ahead of you, um, being part of that defensive lineman room. You had Raylan Trice and ZTF, both of which will undoubtedly be playing on Sundays next football season. What was it like practicing with them, seeing their approach to the game? Did they give you any words of wisdom, any hints and tips? Did you learn anything from them?
3: The main thing I learned was, you know, coming in, you know, as a guy, as i have not used to be anybody's backup, you know, being behind anybody. But when you come in and you're behind you know, the best edges in college football, you really know what you got to live up to, the expectations that you need to be at. Those guys came in every day, you know, Working. They, they outwork everybody. No matter what, you know, especially you know, you being in the weight room competing with Braylon. That's it's a hard thing to do. He's he's big. He's strong. <laughs> but being a young guy, the younger guy coming in in the winter with the edges, I felt I had to compete up to his level. Just it
0: felt it made me better. So as a red as a redshirt freshman, obviously Husky Nation didn't get a chance to see you play last year so many are not familiar with your game. Are there any players today, whether in college or whether in the NFL, that you watched up growing and may model your game after?
3: Honestly, again, my game kind of came after a little bit of Aiden Hutchinson. I watched a lot of him when I, when I met him when I was dealing with Kudula at Michigan. I liked the, liked the way he passed for us and all that, but high school I was more of a one-stopper. I was able to – no one could move me and keep the ball inside. But, you know, just looking forward to get on the field finally and be able to show what I can do.
2: We we usually have a question called bow down to the hot seat. Um, it's a hot seat question we ask all of our guests. Since edge rusher, defensive end, outside linebacker, it's a, such a versatile position. We want to ask you your, your, the standard question a little bit differently, Anthony. Who are your top three or top five all-time defensive players at Washington University?
3: All-time. Well, yeah. he's gonna, number one has to be Mike. I mean, yeah. No one, Everyone sees what he does for the team, how, how he comes every day. He's, he's different. He's never seen one. Like, he, he made, comes in. I thought he was real quiet at first, but the way he looks out for us, he's – Definitely a dog.
0: Wait, so who are you? Who are you picking? I'm
3: picking Mike for number one. Okay.
0: Yeah.
3: I choose number two. Definitely Zion. Zion. Uh, he went through a lot of hardships, a lot of, you know, especially being there, as long as he did sticking it out. There's no one that bleeds no problem and harder than he does. Yeah. Number three got to be uh Eddie. Definitely Eddie. Okay come coming there as a walk-on and go on to get a scholarship, that's a story that most people don't dream of. You know, getting to that point like him—that's you know, inspiration. He's—he's he's the leader of our team, really. No one,
0: you know, everybody when he talks, everybody listens. Cool. So, you were recruited to Washington originally by Kalen DeBoer's staff, more specifically, Coach field You've had over 20 Division One scholarship offers across the country coming out of Wiley East. What was it originally about the University of Washington that drew you to it and made you sign that letter of intent to come here?
3: I mean, even on my visits, they did things that I'd never seen at other school. Being able to, you know, be around their team, you know. The team brought me in before I even signed the papers. You know, they make you feel welcome to chair for you, you know, you're getting to see the energy of one of I mean, I want to be a part of it, and it felt so great being, you know, being around them.
2: There's been a ton of changes in Seattle over the last few weeks. Obviously, Coach DeBoer out, Coach Fish in, some of your teammates from last season declaring for the NFL draft, other teammates hitting the transfer portal and committing to different schools. Uh, what was your initial reaction to the Coach Fish hiring and how did that first team meeting go? Have you spoken to Coach Fish, some of his staff? And uh, what's 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 going on? What are your thoughts on the future?
3: I mean, I didn't really know much about Coach Fish. I honestly didn't know he was the Arizona head coach, to be honest with you. Kind of just, you know. But you know, I was surprised. But at the same time, it's everyone has their own path, everyone has their own way they're, you know, they're flowing on um those those guys are going on, you know, bigger levels. Coaches are going on. I'm, my family, no matter what, you know, you got to move on. Everyone has their own journey. You know, Coach Trish, you know, he definitely trying to, you know, make sure we have the same, you know, the same uh, mindset, the same record we had last year. We don't, we don't, uh, you don't want to fall back on that what we just had. That That's a, that's a, we did a big time accomplishment this year. Right? We want that. We want, to, we want to go all the way. We want all 15 of those
0: wins. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So now the floor is yours. Anything else you want to add? Anything you want to plug? What else do you have going on currently? And how can Husky Nation and the Bow Down Podcast listeners find you on social media?
3: Uh, right now, I'm currently rehabbing my shoulders. I torn my labor in high school, so I'm rehabbing that so I didn't get as much chance to do much this year. But I'm working. I'm in the training room every day, getting stronger, getting faster. I'm getting ready because I'm coming next year. So, man, I'm, I'm going to be on that field. I'm going to make sure I'm on that field. Oh, for so, sure. Like, find Absolutely. me on my social media, on uh, at James I, uh, Instagram and Twitter. You know, I'll say every once in a while, you know, on the progress, you know, we obviously got to adapt to the new staff. Everybody's adapting. We're getting ready to you know, start our workouts. But so far, you know, it's, it's looking pretty good. I, I'm uh, definitely going to enjoy this. I'm, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere.
2: Beautiful. That's what we like to hear. Anthony, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Bow Down podcast. Best of luck with your rehab and recovery. Working out this uh, winter and, and spring, hopefully nothing but health and wealth to you, the rest of the team and the staff of the Washington Huskies, and best of luck this upcoming season.
3: Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.